Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show. We are so excited to have Matt Freeman joining us here, our diamond of the decade with years of experience in his craft and his field. He serves as the president and owner of DOT Training Solutions from Overland Park, Kansas. Welcome back. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you much. Great. Well, could you tell us a little bit about what DOT Training Solutions is, first and foremost? Yes. Um, So just a little bit about our background. Uh, What we do is uh, training and consulting. Uh, we work in the DOT world, which is with the motor carrier industry, uh, trucking companies, uh, manufacturers, uh, technician shops who work and do inspections on uh, cargo tanks. Um, we're built of a hazmat specialists uh, that are retired state uh, or federal enforcement. Mm-hmm. And we also have a team of uh, uh, industry experts uh, who work with us who are in the inspection world of uh, doing inspections on cargo tanks and folks of uh, a lot of tenure uh, and experts in their field. Um, so we go out on a daily basis and work with our customers uh, all the way from Mexico to Alaska. Uh, we have customers over in Europe we work with. Uh, basically what we do is any all the training that the DOT or a trucking company needs to have to operate, we offer the training. Uh, there are certain trainings out there such as hazardous materials required uh, to be every three years and that's one of, that's a big one that we do uh, on a regular basis uh, for all of our customers. We do specialized training in uh, registered inspectors, those are the guys who make sure that the chemicals and the hazmat trailers going down the road are safe. So we train those guys to make sure they're doing their job correctly. Um, and then the other side of the house, outside the other hazmat world, we work with everyday compliance and safety uh, with companies, uh, making sure that they're they're doing everything they need to do to follow what the DOT is requiring. Uh, being a an agent, a federal agent myself, who did those investigations uh, on companies? Um, it's good to have be able to be on the other side mm-hmm. to work with folks and let them know, uh, hey, this is what you need to do to be right, and not yeah. have that that officer or that investigator come in your office and finding things wrong. You know, we want to be one step ahead, not two steps back. That's a model we have. Oh, that's like that song. I take two steps forward. I take, we'll say no steps back. Okay, we're going forward. Going forward. Give me Paula Abdul. <laughs> bring him, bringing out my age. 46 today. So, yeah. Okay. I'm thinking well, 80s. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. I'll let you continue. Go ahead. No. So, just, just some of the other things that we do here. Um, you know, it's, it's really great being on, you know, from the enforcement world to now being, having my own business something I never dreamed of. And the funny thing is I said, you know, when you're on the enforcement side, you never really want to deal with a consultant. You know, you, you want to go in, you want to work with the customer, do what you had to do, and you didn't want no one to get in your way. And I kind of had the same attitude, you know. Uh, I always like to see it when customers had consultants because it usually showed that they were trying to do the right thing. They had yeah. help coming in. And so now, you know, I'm that guy, and it just, Something I said, I never want to get into this world again. 
I just kept getting drawn back. And now I get to sit down and um, work with customers. I do, I do a lot of training. I was a trainer for the U.S. Department of Transportation for the uh, National Training Center. So I trained other agencies around the country on the federal, on the enforcement side. Yeah. And now I get to take that, all that experience and give all that knowledge to the industry. Because technically it's all public knowledge. You know, the enforcement, the rules, there's no secrets out there. It's just not everybody knows what they need to know. And when the DOT comes in, there is a regulation that they can write up on you and ask you, are you familiar with the rules and regulations? And if you're not, go check that box. Yeah. You know, so it's my job to make sure all my customers understand what the rules are, what trainings they need, how important safety is, and, you know, to keep running these roads safe. You know, I've said this many times. I say it in every class and to every customer. My friends, our families, you know, we drive these roads every day. And the last thing I want to see is something happen yep. to someone out there because I was the last guy who looked at it. You know, I missed something. <sighs> and it's it's tough at yeah. times, you know. And uh, another thing I, I talk to people about is complacency. Yeah. Don't get complacent. And when these drivers are out there trying to, uh, they're required to do an inspection, a, pre, a pre-trip inspection, mm-hmm. a walk around the vehicle. At the end of the day, they're required to do a post-trip. Okay, so that means they're checking everything to make sure okay. everything's good once we're back at home base. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what happens with that is if those drivers miss something, okay, and they get complacent. They're so used to just checking that checklist because it's got to be turned in when they find things wrong. Yep. Well, at the end of the day, most drivers, they just want to get in, get the paperwork filled out, and go home. Okay? Like most people do. Mm-hmm. So in the past, in my past experience, I've seen many drivers sit out in their truck, walk into the shop, fill their paperwork out, fill their inspection reports out, and hand it in. So what did they do? They One, they falsified a document, because I, I, I was visually there to say, you didn't do that. Um, you know, and I, and I turn around and tell them the next day, hey guys, what happened? Say there was something wrong, you didn't catch it. You're so used to that truck running for you, smoothly down the road, what if you missed something? Mm-hmm. And I'm here to say you missed something, because you didn't even go up. Yeah. Um, so those are things, you know, I try to ex- express uh, when we're out there. I have a lot of passion when I talk about the maintenance side of things. Uh, when I'm teaching, uh, all the instructors say, well, Matt, we real, we, we can always, students will always say, we always know where you're very passionate because you really expressions, uh, the way you talk about it. And I'm like, guys, these, these vehicles are 80,000-pound-plus vehicles that go down the roads. they got to be safe. And... Uh, you know, especially on the hazmat side. You know, I, I tell people, if, if it's in the regulations, paint, for example, is considered a hazardous material. So I don't care if it's paint or explosive or it could be any type of chemical. If something happens, it's bad. And it's in the regulations for a reason. Otherwise, it wouldn't be there. So uh, those are things that we try to express in, in our trainings. And, and work with folks. 
some of the stuff that we do is, you know, we're, we're basically, we're, we're going to hold your hand through the process. Whatever you guys need, we're going to be there. We're going to connect to that hip and walk you through it. We're not going to let you fail. And our our mission is to make sure that everybody who comes to your classes or your customers is successful. And, you know, that means the most to us. We have a 100% success rate so far with working with all of our customers when enforcement's been in doing their their investigations, they come out come out in good standing. And you know, enforcement's going to find something. We always tell them that they're going to find something. But as long as we take care of all the critical and acute and all your serious violations that are there, we've done our job. Um, there's little things, you know, you didn't cross an I or dot an I across a T. They may find that. But we want to make sure that everything that's serious and critical is is fixed and in compliance. Now, we hope that they don't find anything. But I was that guy one time, so I always found something. So. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing all this. My goodness. We've been on a roll. It's so funny. We talked before the show, like, hey, what are we talking about today? We're here with our Diamond of the Decade. Yay, Matt Freeman. Meanwhile, he's got... He's on a roll. Yeah, DOT Training Solutions. Let's remind them how they can reach out to you. And we got to take a quick break. Thank you. Okay, to share the website, phone number. Oh, yes. Uh, phone number is 573-416-8203. Our website is dottrainingsolutions.com. Perfect. And... There we go. <laughs> Aw, thank you so much. Give me one sec. We're going to take that break, and we'll be back uh, to talk more about the work you're doing. Please don't go anywhere. Aterra includes everything MSPs and IT pros need in one easy-to-use and affordable remote monitoring and management solution. With Aterra, you get in one integrated IT tool suite, remote monitoring and management, remote access, patch management, help desk and ticketing, billing, reports, and so much more. Click below to discover Aterra today and start monitoring unlimited devices within minutes. Green mic not included. Are you looking for even more of the podcasts and hosts that you love? The Podcast Business News Network is proud to announce that you now have even more ways to listen live. Check out the MyTuner Radio, Online Radio Box, and Simple Radio apps on iOS and Android, or find us online. Search for Business News Network on MyTuner-Radio.com, or search Podcast Business News Network on Streama.com and OnlineRadioBox.com slash US. Take your podcasts on the go, and don't miss a minute of the action. And we're back with breaking news. The new Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, make sure... Jim. Ooh, yes. This tastes like the best Coke ever to me. We're on the air. I need to try it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Nancy Vallant, founder of Imagine Yoga, a boutique yoga studio in Ridgefield, Connecticut, offering vinyasa, restorative, and gentle yoga. We are a community-based studio... That fosters the mind, body, and soul connection, creativity, self-growth, and community gatherings. Check out our website, imagineyoga.space, S-P-A-C-E, or give us a call at 203-770-8938. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the podcast. 
Podcast Business News Network. This is a car. No matter how much you kiss your... Welcome back to the show. We are back here with our guest, Matt Freeman, our diamond of the decade, talking about DOT Training Solutions, of course, his company uh, that he's owned. And you worked as a safety investigator for the FMCSA, has trained both law enforcement, motor carriers on a variety of DOT topics, also has conducted various safety audits and compliance reviews on a wide variety of carriers. And his mission here is to provide his clients with high-quality transportation training services uh, to the ever-changing trucking industry, helping them foster a safe environment, stay compliant, and achieve maximum success. Actually, I want to ask you this. I saw on the news a few months ago, is it true there's a shortage of truck drivers out there? Because they were hiring like 18 or 19-year-olds trying to teach them how to drive and do trucking. Is that what you're noticing right now? Yes, it is. It's a, it's a shortage in, in all this industry. Uh, drivers, they you know, like you said, they're, they're trying to get younger drivers out there on the road. Um because right now in, in your state, most of your states allow an 18-year-old to drive a, drive a truck with a CDL as long as they don't cross state lines. But that only gets them so far. Yeah. And when you've got material that needs to go, you know, multiple states, um, there's only so much you can do. And when there's a shortage, obviously, uh, you know, it's not a shortage of materials, it's just a shortage of drivers. So you're, it, it kind of affects that trickle effect, right? So... Yes, yeah, so there is there is a problem right now with that. Um, they need more drivers. Uh, you know, at one time they pushed for you know more women drivers as well. So they're they're really pushing out there to all to all areas. Uh, now, if it will ever if it ever passes or how that's going to go through with younger drivers, you know, I don't know. Uh, but with these rules and things that change on a regular basis, anything is possible. And, you know, what we need is uh, experienced, you know, drivers out there and folks that understand, you know, what they're doing. And what I mean is, you know, you're driving a big rig, you got you always got to be aware and be responsible in, in a vehicle that, that large. So to answer the, your question, yeah, I'm seeing it everywhere I go um, on drivers. Now, now it's getting to where... Uh, mechanics and technicians, uh, registered inspectors, um, you know, are are having trouble getting jobs. And some of these areas, like as a registered inspector, those are the guys who inspect uh, the cargo tanks I was talking about. And with, with those, uh, they have to have a minimum of three years' experience testing or inspecting cargo tanks, okay, along with a GED or a high school diploma, that's the bare minimum that they have to have experience with before they can actually sign off on the paperwork showing that they inspected a vehicle, okay? Now, uh, there's, I see every day, about 80% of the folks who come to my classes and then I go out and train around the country are still within that three years. They're trying to get that three-year experience so they can go out and actually sign off when doing these inspections, you know, trying to keep it simple here. Um, but that's that's another area that is somewhat of a dying field, but it's such a, everybody's wanting to get into it that um, not everybody's got the three years. So that there's another one there, you know, besides for drivers, technicians, uh, inspectors. Uh, it's 
we'll have to see what happens here, in, you know, in the future with the regulations if they make these changes to uh, where these other uh, individuals can get out there and get these fields. Well, and now, you know, as time changes, what are some of the biggest safety uh, training and changes that have or that may being made? Well, what, some of the biggest ones is some of the materials that are coming out now that are more that have been around a long time, batteries, uh, the transportation of batteries. Uh, I'm seeing, I'm doing a lot of training with that uh, and talking a lot with folks because, um, you know, the future is trying to go to electric. And, you know, depending on how fast we move to electric, we got, there's got to be, there's all the rules are changing on a daily basis uh, on how to regulate these batteries. Uh, you know, they're, they catch fire. There's different dangers with them. You know, your, your emergency response uh, teams have to know how to put these fires out, you know, because of the batteries and the upcoming changes with that. Uh, so some of the concerns are uh, that I'm hearing out there is, you know, what, what happens if the power goes out? You know, things like that, and then and, and, and along with the transport and the batteries. So that, that's the upcoming and new. That, that's, in the, that's really big right now. Most of my customers, you know, uh, you know, now I have customers who transport batteries, you know, different types of, uh, you know, oil industry, your chemical industry, you know, all the different hazmat arenas. Um, it's, it's, it's ever changing. And some, some stuff, you, when you think it never, never changes, something will come up and they'll tweak it somehow. So you, you constantly got to keep up on, uh, new rules, regulations, interpret, interpretations that come out uh, because, you know, like I said, and that, that goes on with the batteries. It's always going to be changing, especially the more electric cars and the more, more reason batteries for uh, on an everyday aspect. And let me also ask uh, this. You say you operate by helping clients contribute to public safety while assisting them in managing their risk. And you've been doing this for how many years? <laughs> well, on my own, currently uh, with my business, uh, we're going on seven years. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, and, go ahead. No, no, and what did you do before this? Oh, so before I got into this, uh, doing this, I was, I was that enforcement guy, uh, both state and federal. Uh, and so we saw... You know, that was that was a key thing that I saw. That when you went in, the risk was a big thing. And sometimes I almost think about I'm more I'm more of a a risk manager. You know, I work with more risk managers. It seems like you know now uh, because risk managers have a lot of roles uh, everyday business, but the safety side and everything else. Uh, as the enforcement, I saw that companies. Uh, you know, they didn't have enough risk management. Mm-hmm. And and that's where a lot of the issues were, were coming from. Uh, it was something, I, I used to have people say, well, don't you do the same thing every day? And I always said, all the investigations I've done are are similar, okay? The similarities are that they all drive, you know, they're all driving trucks, okay? Or they're, they're maintenance shops. But depending on where you were, things you were finding were always different. And 
with some of the risk cash on the go back to the risk side, there was a lot of repeat stuff that these companies were doing. And without being specific, uh, just just basic stuff that was getting folks in trouble. Not not filing the right paperwork. Uh, not not putting the responsibilities uh, on the folks that needed to do certain things that could keep them out of trouble. Uh, some of the risk was was the headbutting between uh, different parts divisions of the the companies to where you have a for example you would have a dispatcher uh, saying hey this truck's got to go down the road tomorrow and then the mechanic in the shop is saying hey we're still working on it you know and then the, but the dispatchers pushing I don't care we need it to go down the road. You know, things, those are things I was seeing. And then I was there just because there was an accident that happened, you know, or something happened down the road. And, and my discovery is finding out, you know, besides the violations I discovered, it was because the dispatch and the maintenance guy didn't get along. When the maintenance guy steps aside, you know, the truck's out of the shop and going down the road somewhere. So it was things like that that I'd seen that were risks in safety management really took effect where it was not being used appropriately. Uh, those are some of the kind of things on the risk management side and, uh, of that. I mean, I could go into a lot of detail in different ones, but just trying to keep them simple and things that kind of stand out. And uh, when I got out of the uh, enforcement world and working with doing some consulting uh, with another group at one time, and the very first assignment I had with that group was going into a company and what I just said is exactly what was going on. And the owner of the company said, Matt, and they were a very large uh, trucking company, and they said, Matt, can you talk to my dispatch and my maintenance department, my maintenance manager? I'm like, why? And they said, well, they're having their head button, and I'm scared we're going to have some issues. And so I got sat down and talked to them both. I put them both down at the table with the owner, we had a, a group meeting and I kind of just talked about safety. Uh, I told my story about, you know, our family, our friends on these roads, you know, you're the last one that looks at it. Maintenance is the last person that looks at it. If maintenance is telling the dispatcher, we have an issue, we can't send that truck and that dispatch lets it go down the road, okay? The last person who looked at that vehicle Who's the investigator going to come back and talk to? They're going to talk Okay. So I always try to make them look at the serious part of it, the safety side of it, and what could really happen if, if something, you know, and in this case, there was an incident. Okay. Luckily, nobody got hurt. You know, there was no fatalities, but there was a bad accident. Uh, is more damage to the vehicle, so no one is hurt, but still. An accident's an accident, irregardless. This one could have been prevented. Um, so that's the risk and part of the risk management that I stress. Even when I was in enforcement, you know, you couldn't stress enough how much you wanted to see these companies be safe out there. Because I knew when I left, I was the guy that if, if I missed something yeah. that I didn't find and something happens down the road, then it comes back on me. You know, I never wanted to hold that in my heart. That I missed something. So there's a lot. There's a lot of risk there to to the investigator, to the company, uh, whoever it is. 
Well, I appreciate your time here talking about this. We are now out of time, but uh, thank you, Matt. Uh, share with us how we can contact with you again. Yes, yes. Uh, I, would, I love that. And um, my, my contact information is uh, matt at dottrainingsolutions.com, or you can reach me at uh, 573-416. 8203 and our website is dottrainingsolutions.com Perfect. Well, thank you so much again. Congratulations on being here and all the work and accomplishments you've done and uh, reach out to DOT Training Solutions and you have a fantastic day. All right. Thank you, Joe. Thank Bye-bye. you, Matt. And best of luck to you and your family. Thank you. <laughs> Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Woo! Let's get crazy! In movies, when someone at a party jumps into a pool fully dressed, everyone cheers them on and jumps in too. Just so you know, in real life parties, nobody jumps in after you. You just look stupid. Come on, jump in! Come on. Most party fouls are pretty dumb, but if you decide to drink and drive underage, you could lose your license and your freedom. Learn more at ultimatepartyfoul.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.